The following podcast has been brought to you by Morning, goodies, everybody. Uh, it go, it go like this. It, it, it go like morning goodies. <laughs> it does go. Like- <laughs> Why did I do that? <laughs> I'm a weirdo. Anyways, uh, go a little something like this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's the time you've all been waiting for. It is time for the Wednesday night. Uh, War brought to you by the Penta Club. <laughs> yes, indeed. Have you like that? Yes, I, wonderful, wonderful branding. New, new it's shit, all new about shit. the branding, pal. <laughs> new shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm the Angel of Death Six XL. Joining me, as always, it is I, your former four-time Ramblemania champion, TJ the Great. TJ the Great. And don't forget, I have the longest reign, though. My yes. reign was. Elite. Nobody could beat me when I want. You feel yes, me? I have you the know? most. He has the longest. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. No freak. Oh man. <laughs> but uh, as you know, we are the Banter Club. We are here to discuss the Wednesday Night Wrestling War. All of us. Yes, it. we are. You know. Yes, we are. The 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 good, the bad. Sometimes the who booked this shit. And all the yeah. ancillary things going on because the world is on fire in 2020. So, yes, there, there be other shit happening too. Yo, no lie, bro. I low key be wanting to fucking review raw. That shit is so fucking insane right now. Okay, it's so let's, insane. Bro. Let's get this out of the way. <laughs> let's do this right now because I. I so as, as we know on this show, I don't watch raw or SmackDown. Yeah. And, and usually whatever I hear about them, I hear about them via either, you know, listening to the internet or what you'll tell me. Yeah. And, and <laughs> so all I've been hearing since Monday night. Yeah. Is retribution. And, and yes. <laughs> not the usual, cause like I usually hear about retribution when I hear about Rob, but usually I just hear like, yo, they suck. Like at first it was just like, yo, why are mm-hmm. they so short? And then I guess they fixed that. And then yeah. it was just like, yo, they're so stupid. All they do is like, Mildly inconvenience everyone. They're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but now, yeah. I guess they've been revealed. Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 is happening with retribution? So it's like somebody pulled up at the Halloween store and said, "I, right, I need a predator mask. <laughs> I need a Bane mask. Oh yes. S- somebody get me a Jason mask. What else we got in here? We got a, we got some other weird shit that." Fucking some sheer weird shit that fucking uh, me and Yim had. I was like, what? Uh, it was. <laughs> it was fun. And Dijakovic is the one, though. <laughs> which which name did they give him? Is he? Is he? I honestly forgot because they have weird ass names. It's like Slapjack and Mace. I think he's T Bar. T Bar. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is what? What? Yo, hold on. Let me see. Let me see if I find this shit. Yo, what the fuck is this shit, bro? Hold on. If it pops up, I'm gonna be hyped because this shit is, sounds. It's it's as as, as hilarious as it sounds. Like, it, and it's, did you hear about CM Punk? Oh yeah, he made fun of them. And, and then, yeah, <laughs> and then Dijak, the the absolute professional, because he's the fucking best, bro. I think he's a professional. 
he basically in kayfabe is like oh you're just like all these old wwe guys you know all these employees and former employees who just think blah 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 and because of that we'll beat you up too <laughs> so if you got a problem bring it and i'm like yay <laughs> he did the right thing i would yeah, the fuck same it. shit this is what you're stuck with work with it i guess exactly <laughs> oh my god t-bar i'm i'm on t-bar mace like like the rapper mace yes no it's <laughs> it's with a c instead of an s oh like the <laughs> retribution mace t-bar slapjack slapjack yeah so i was absolutely right so uh dio madness mace <sighs> dijakovic is t-bar just like i said okay Shane Thorne is Slapjack. Oh, uh, Slapjack. <laughs> Shane yeah. Slapjack Thorne. Yeah. And the crazy thing is that Mia Yim doesn't have a name, but she was the one who started the promo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the coolest part is, fucking, can the Hurt Business get any cooler? <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing I hear about from Raw. It's usually Retribution sucks and the Hurt Business is cool. The Hurt Business is fire. Yeah. So a whole bunch of uh, men of color in suits. And they're, they're fucking, you know, they're, 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 they're like, it's weird. It's like the opposite, you know. We're finally being portrayed as the higher class, nice guys, you know. And then, like, everybody else is like, you know, they're the, like, hooligans. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> WWE unintentionally. <laughs> Finger on the pulse, flipping shit around. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? But yeah, I guess. And I they're guess. all about their money, and they're all about their business, and they're. I love that shit, bro. It's real. You feel me? It's not this like portrayal that we've always been portrayed as, like some hood niggas. It's like now we're like, you know, we mean something. You know, we're, we're pros. Because we're, New Day helped out a bit. We don't seem like as these mean guys. You know what I'm saying? But then this really, you know, all about business. I love these guys, man. Yeah, I guess I guess you can't give WWE props in that assessment and that they've gotten a lot better over the years in presenting more diverse, you know, diverse groups of people in, in different mm-hmm. ways. Like if you had a black guy or a, a gay person back in the day, then, you know, they were going to be it. presented in, in one particular mm-hmm. kind of style. The and, exact and stereotype. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were gonna you they were gonna be given a stereotype because you know pro wrestling in large part is based on a lot of stereotypes. But it's good to see that the business has evolved. Yes, in, in, in some in some senses, as to Yo, you know, we don't do that no more. Enough of this. Uh, be, oh, before I get into anything, let me also say, yo, rest in peace, warrior animal. Yes. Wow, man. If any of y'all know about the Road Warriors, LOD, LOD 2000, all of it, LOD 2.0 with Heidenreich, <laughs> I I love the Road Warriors. Everybody who knows me knows that I love the Road Warriors. Why? I don't fucking know. I just know that even in Day of Reckoning, uh, remember I used to, in Day of Reckoning, I used to make myself with the with the spikes. Yeah. With the shoulder pads. Because I, I, I always love the Road Warriors. I fucking love the, fight me, you know? I just thought they were always cool looking. They're always badass. Fucking cannonball shoulder, shoulders with the roid belly. Fucking, they always look tough, like tough motherfuckers. What, what was, uh, the Road Warriors, Vader, 
Like, I had, like, a whole little secret squad that I actually liked before I was even really into wrestling. Because, excuse me, of course, the Ultimate Warrior, for some weird reason. <laughs> I mean, he's, I, he's I, a giant, crazy bastard. <laughs> exactly. I, see, when I was a kid, though, you know, you see all this guy come out fucking absolutely nuts, all these colors, and, and you know, he's just larger than life and just absolutely energy. It's like roids, man. And then, <laughs> so, you know, like growing up as a kid, I was just like, yo, this, and Coker. But uh, other than that, <laughs> watching this guy growing up, I was just like, this guy's so fucking cool, man. Same thing with, uh, well, well with Vader was just, he was impressive. He was a big dude that could move. He was a brawler. He was badass. And then, you know, always my, my, my brother's teacher, uh, Mr. Casimiro, was always, you know, bringing me, like, Vader stuff and, like, you know, so, like, life kind of, like, slowly pointed me towards wrestling. It was weird because I only knew WCW when I was, like, really little, like, because that's what was on TNT and my brother would watch basketball and shit. Yeah. So, like, it would be on that channel. So, sometimes he'd leave it on there and i just, what's this? Colorful guys fighting. As a little kid, I think that's we were what every child was into, just colorful shit fighting. Yeah. Power Rangers, fucking Beetleborgs, all that shit. Yeah, there's explosions, there's there's some flips, and, and there's yeah. some fights. So and with all, yeah, with all that being said, from the road, they're both reunited again, you know, Hawk and Animal up there. Yeah. You know. Someone's Hopefully. getting a doomsday device up there. <laughs> Facts. Some Yo, jobber. They have, like, the best roster up there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we think we got good roster? Nah. Look yeah. up. They got fucking Bobby the Brain Heenan and fucking uh, Gorilla Monsoon calling matches with the Road Warriors and all these. Yo, it's it's insane, bro. Like, damn. But it is what it is, you know. I'm I'm, I'm thinking back because, like, there's so many memories I have with the Road Warriors, man. Like, in WCW... And in WWE, but with WWE, it was more like I was a little older, so I was able to remember it more. Yeah. So I, man, I remember especially because this is the era I grew up watching, like actually started watching wrestling when they were basically LOD 2000, and they had the whole situation with um, what's this guy's name? Uh, with Draws. Oh yeah, yeah. And and then uh, Hawk had that stupid fucking hall angle that I don't even know why they took that to WCW, but. If for those of you who don't know about the hall angle, it's it's basically where he's a drunk and whatever and, and junkie yeah. and all that shit, which is fucked up. Because to be honest, like you shouldn't put that in real storyline if somebody's going through, and they're using it still with Jeff. Yep. Like <laughs> it's, it's fucking like the, stupid. That fucking twentieth time they're there. Yeah. Jeff Hardy's on drugs. Fuck. Like let it go, man. Like, well, not let it go because obviously he shouldn't be on drugs. You, you got to teach him, but that's not how you teach him, bro. Like that just makes him feel worse. Yeah, At least do. in my head, you know, like, but I guess it's an accountability thing, whatever. I WWE mean, has their ways. all the times they've done it in the past and it, it clearly has not worked. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe What's stop. the meaning of insanity again, Kevin? Yeah. Yeah. You know, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different <laughs> result. Ah, Vince, that's you right there. You're insane. Yeah. So <laughs> from the clinically, from the clinically insane to the insane wrestling that we got tonight, segue. Uh, Let's talk about it, Tevin. Introduce this as, as we do. Uh, it goes a little something like this. Uh, Let's make it happen. Uh, 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 uh. It's over there. Boy, now it's over there. Oh, it's going that way. Uh, up, up. 
Down, down. Down, down. <laughs> Shout out to my boy, David Woods. <laughs> left, right, left, right. <laughs> Shout out to my boy, Tyler Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it. And it goes a little something like this. Who? Let's banter. Jesus Christ. A-E-W <laughs> Dynamite. From Daly's Place, as usual. Limited crowd in the building. Um, like the we'll, boom. we'll see how's that. Like the fuse. In the boom. Dynamite. I've been doing this shit for years and I still ain't got it right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll see how, how things proceed with, with, you know, what they're doing with fans and everything in, in the near future with their recent little spat of, of COVID cases. Yeah. <sighs> it's happening again. This is stressful. With the COVID it's, situation, it's like, can we please, God, just please? <laughs> it's a hard situation because even like, you know, like after WWE messed up earlier in the year with the not testing and, you know, they, they got it together and then actually started testing. Even after that, they've had cases. You, you, when you run during the pandemic, you're going to run that risk regardless. It's just, it's just the nature of the beast. If you don't put yourself in like a bubble. Like the NBA did. Like that's probably the best thing you can do if you're gonna run shows. Put yourself and all your people in a bubble. In the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> but but given that they didn't do that, and given that you have the variables that these people are gonna leave Daily's place and go yeah. out and do other things in life, there's a chance that they'll catch it. And all you can do is when they do catch it, they they immediately get on it and self quarantine so that they prevent spreading it. Which is what has been done at AEW so far, and hopefully that is what continues to be done as you know we go forward here. Yeah, they're doing it right. They're doing it right. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're never going to get it perfect when when running during the pandemic. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to make the argument that they shouldn't be, make that argument. I won't fight you on it, but yeah, sure. You know, I mean, it, it, it's it's live sports right now. It's it's a tricky situation. Yeah, and you know, to be honest. They're risking themselves to entertain us and keep us feeling sane. And cause that, that's my argument is just, you know, these people, these, all these entertainers that are going back to work. Like I understand it because COVID is a crazy situation and we need some sort of entertainment. We do need like to keep ourselves sane, to feel like nothing, not, not, not like that nothing's wrong, but you know, to not have that weight on our shoulders. And to be able to forget about it for a few minutes because so much is going on right now. So much. It feels like we're in the middle of an apocalypse. It's absolutely insane. So in my head, I'm just like, yeah, you can make the argument that they shouldn't be doing it. And I, it's, you know, I'm cool with that. That's, that's your opinion. And I'm, I'm down. I understand why you're, it's like, I understand your opinion. I get it. And I see why you feel how you feel. But at the same time, I also understand the argument against it where it's like they're just trying to keep people from losing their shit, which is understandable. Yeah, well. And, and it keeps know, these people employed. Yeah. 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 They're trying to run a business and, you know, not go under and, and have tons of people lose their jobs. It's, it's a difficult mm-hmm. situation to navigate for everybody who's running shows. So the best you can do is is, you know. Limit things as best you can. Like everybody is, is, is doing it in, in different ways. Like between WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, that they've just started running again with the pure tournament impact. It, it, it's going to be a difficult situation to navigate. So all you can do is, is hopefully everybody stay safe. 
Yeah. We're, we're going to try to keep everybody together. Everybody yes. has their money. Everybody's safe. Everybody, you know, because, and also, you know, at the same time, have everybody have some sort of sanity and, you know, get some time to, you know, take some time away from all this craziness going on in, in real life, you know, so we can be immersed. Yeah. You know, in a little maybe, bubble mentally. Maybe no more big rally concerts, Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no more, no more big gimmicks. Just yeah. keep it like this where it's like, you have a few people, you have a few, you know, friends and yeah. keep it at do, a limit. Do your Saturday morning streams. Those are fun. Yeah, those, yeah, where you just talk shit. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, to this show, we open yes. up with the debuting best man, Miro, teaming up with Kip Sabian in his debut match and they take on Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. Wait, listen, Sabian. Look, look up, you see these? I've been wearing these for like, I don't know, the last four years. Get get a new gimmick, my man, before I slap the 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 <laughs> you, should, you better not get Miro on me, son. Don't don't do it. Don't 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 do it. <laughs> Joey Joey uh he was on Twitter and apparently he and Sonny got the new new Midnight Express <laughs> as a name for themselves. Yeah. And you know, as as you know, uh Lovely troll towards one James E. Cornette. I was I was wondering why, like the fuck he say now, but and and I went over and gave a listen. It wasn't so much him as it was his his weirdo ass fan base with the usual sort of bullshit you would expect when Joey Janela and especially Sonny Kiss are involved. You which you hate to see that shit, but whatever. Yeah, I mean. Here's how I feel. Like, Sonny Kiss is a great performer, and he's doing what he got to do. Joey Janela, personally, I, I, I've heard he's he's a little bit of a pain in the butt sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, like, that's nothing to, you know, rile yourself up about. So, you know, scratch all that noise. Y'all keep wrestling and doing y'all gimmicks. Y'all keep doing what y'all got to do. Hopefully, nobody feels no type of way because... As we've learned in the past, you know, with, I believe it was Hanadeo. <laughs> so yeah, uh, let, let's, let's be, let's be, let's be, uh, friends and let's, let's be, be good pleasant. to each other. Yes. You know, let's be good to, you know, one another and let's, yeah. All so, love, peace and love, man. Peace and love. I got a, I got a lava lamp behind me. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> but Joey, he cuts an inset promo on Kip, you know, he's talking about how you're making a big mistake. Mm-hmm. By marrying Penelope Ford. You know, I've been there. And, and you, oh, you don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it is his ex. They had a whole feud over it. <laughs> yeah. but, they were and, mentioning that on commentary. Commentary was really good uh, um, last night. Yeah. I like the yeah. bits also, too, where Jim Ross was, uh, I don't know, he was very TNT heavy this week. Yeah, right here on, on TNT. Yeah, it's a, it reminded me, right, uh, reminded me of how he was with... Uh, the USA when they were on U well when he was on yeah. USA with WWE, and it reminds me also when they were on TNN and for some weird reason he would always mention the Canadian affiliate TSN. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why he always did that. And, and on TSN in Canada, I guess they had to do it because you know yeah. we're we're live, pal. Yeah, but 
Yeah, he he was he was good about it. <laughs> Later mm-hmm. on, he had a bit where he was talking about uh, he did a plug for the the, the Lakers Nuggets game. Yeah, he was yeah, like yeah. the good booking would be for the Lakers to win, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> Jim Ross was all right. I mean, you know, he he had his old man moments, but he was all right. Yeah, yeah. I like I mean, how he he puts everybody over in this match. By the way, yeah, he he does a he does a solid job of putting everyone over, and like we said before. For like the five people who still get mad about it, Sonny Kiss told Jr. that he is cool with either pronoun, he yeah. or she. So, because yeah, he Jim did call is, him he yeah, and she. Yeah. So Jim is not being a misgendering Mm-mm. old man. He, yeah. They have talked about this. Yeah. It's good. See, because at first I was like, "Yo, what the fuck, Jim? <laughs> yeah, come on, Jim." Yeah. But then I also said, "Like, I they probably spoke about it." Yeah, and they they spoken about it. Sonny has he said this. Yes. So, Miro. Um, he gets Joey dumps him on the outside. He rushes him on the high mm-hmm. tag, and it looks like he tweaked his ankle. But I guess yeah. he's just like a, a a good ass seller. Yeah, it look it look. So the way I took it was like, all right, this is kayfabe, you know? Yeah. Because like right after that, he starts doing crazy shit. Yeah, he gets back <laughs> into the whole routine. Yeah. Puts on what he the former accolade, but he is now yeah. calling it game over because I'm a Twitch streamer. <laughs> yeah, did you peep though when he was like uh, catching Joey Janela? I guess Joey Janela must have been greased up or sweated up because when he went to catch, it was like butter. <laughs> yeah, he did like rip, rip, rip. And I, balance in that for a second. There was a point, I believe, where Jim Ross grabs him. Uh, not grabs him. What the fuck is wrong with me? Where Miro grabs, I forgot who he grabbed. I think it was, uh, was it Kip? Not Kip, uh, Janela, I think it was that he caught. I forgot that he did like a side slam type situation. Yeah, yeah, it was Joey. And then fucking Jim Ross goes, <laughs> Jim Ross goes, that was like a slam dunk right here on TNT with the NBA. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was when he hit the, the boss man slam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my, I was cracking up. Jim Ross had me good this week. Good yeah. job, Jim. JR, you know, JR when he's not having his, 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 his fuck ups, yeah. he's having fun out there and he's, he's fun to listen to. Yeah. And the way we know that the name of the move is the game over because Miro screams it at the top of his lungs. Yeah, he's like, game over. Yeah. You know who he reminds me of? And mm-hmm. I want to see him book this way eventually. You, you know, in animes where there's like, uh, uh, like a big evil heel type character guy where he just has that laugh that, yeah, he has that laugh, and <laughs> Big I'm like, booming oh. evil anime laugh. Yes, and I'm like, yo, I want him to be that character so bad. I hope they use him like that eventually. <laughs> I wish AEW like would hire me and just have me write stories because I have so many ideas. I like so. When I was a kid, I used to be like this, where I had so many ideas for all these wrestlers, and something happened where it was like wrestling got so fucking monotonous and boring and samey that I I lost all that. And like now that I'm watching AW and NXT and little things here and there, and I'm like, ooh, I'm, I'm, it's coming, it's all coming back to me. Where I was like, I want to do this with this person. This person's really good at this. This person, ooh, like it's just so many ideas right now. I like. There's a lot of good characters flying around to work with. Yeah. In, in the current times. But uh, as Miro and Kip leave, Victor's. Eddie Kingston just comes out, strolls right past him, and he's got a mic. Doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, like we talked about. Lance Archer caught COVID and yeah. he had to stay home. So that big tag team match that they built up last week canceled in its place. John Moxley said, ah, I'm putting the title on the line tonight. 
And Eddie Kingston went on Twitter and called them out like, hey, I was never eliminated. Give me that shot. He, he added Tony Khan and everything. And Tony Khan came right back. You know what, Eddie? You're right. It's dubious on whether or not you were eliminated from the Battle Royal. So you get your title shot tonight. Yeah, I like that. That's a good little story point. That's a good way to transition this into this. And, you know, I, I do realize me and Eddie both wear the same exact uh, rosaries. <laughs> but <laughs> you ever notice this? Yeah. <laughs> I never wanted this. This is that, that OG New Yorker. <laughs> it's real shit. It's like if you're an OG New Yorker, you just rock these for no reason. Yeah. And they're all dusty and beat up, but you still rock them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a Latino thing, too, because it's like it's. It, if you're like an Afro Latino, like we, we're very like you know into our, you know God stuff. Even even if we're not really religious, we're at least very very spiritual. So, I I, I like it anyway. So he comes out and he like basically cuts that little quick promo. Yeah, says you seven, know, and then he was never yeah. eliminated, so he gets a he, shot at the world title tonight. He says, you know, me and Mox, we were once cut from the same cloth, but then mm-hmm. Moxley went up to the land of sports entertainment. While I stayed around the fighters. Says, you come down to the ring, entertainer. And as soon as he says, come to the ring, Moxley, Moxley's music hits. And he comes Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. No fucking hesitation. You want me, motherfucker, I'm here. Yo, it was... I love Mox, man. Give me, He's give like me top baby faces who want the fucking smoke. That's all I want. Hell yeah. yeah. Oof. That's all I want in my pro wrestling. <laughs> Oof, yo. And then it's the way that he wanted the smoke. He was so ready. And these two dudes are fucking huge and they're both insane. Anybody who's ever seen an Eddie Kingston match outside of like, you know, AEW, you know, it's like, it's Nick Gage level sometimes. Like, he real. And then it's like, it's true. Like, I'm not going to say he abandoned that style, but he, you know, Mox was the epitome of hardcore at one point, you know? I remember watching CZW back in the day, like, this nigga is insane. He's like Mick Foley and Triple H wrapped into one. Like, I love this dude when he was starting, well, when he was in CZW. And I was just like, wow, man. And then it's like, to see these two guys who are probably clinically insane. Hey, Vince McMahon, remember that? Uh, <laughs> I was just like, give me all of this. I want to see these guys batter each other. Let's do this shit. And, you know, we get that later on tonight, I believe. Yes, we do. Main Yo, event, befo- world title on that, the line, Mox and King. Mm-hmm. Before that, I was going to say, uh, did, was there like another dynamite that we missed or some shit? There was the, the late night dynamite special that aired after yeah. the playoff game Tuesday night. And what that, was that all about? That was their, I guess their special game. You know, that got 600, like almost over 500,000 viewers. Like crazy. That shit came on at like damn near one in the morning. Cause you know, the game ran late. That's fucking impressive. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it, it had, uh, Ben Carter and Scorpio Sky, which is really good. That Ben Carter dude is really good. Like, I've, I've mm-hmm. seen him a little bit in GCW. That dude is real good. But, uh, that was good. Anna J beat Brandy. So, mm-hmm. hell yeah, Queen Slayer 99, do your thing. Yo, we get some Brandy bars later that were, that are fucking mean. We'll talk about that. Bruh. Yo. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was, it was a little promotional gimmick <laughs> in, in conjunction with the playoffs, I guess. Late night mm-hmm. dynamite. Got you. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know about it, and even if I did, I had to be up at nine in the morning. Yeah, I work. 
Like, so I, still I was just like, died, like well, I still haven't nine, seen the whole thing yet. Up. So, yeah. But the, I'm going to watch the rest of it at some point. Yeah, I was going to say, not nine. I have to be up at eight. I have to be out of my house at nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this takes us to the next, the, the, the next match on the card. Hangman mm-hmm. Adam Page versus Evil Uno of the Dark Order. Now, now you see, you see what I said last week, Tevin? About Kenny, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. What the fuck, man? What the fuck? I said this shit last week. He back and he doing it again. He's being a bitter ex girlfriend. <laughs> and and Jr. Like straight up this week. Well, are you two gonna are you gonna get back together or, or not? Are you gonna do it? Because <laughs> apparently this match was offered to Paige and Omega as a tag team match. It would have been them yes. against Uno and Grayson. And yes. for the tag team rankings, but Kenny turned it down because I'm a single star now. Mm-hmm. So this is just Page versus Uno. Yes. Uh, let me set up the scene because yes. So so we have Kenny Omega on commentary. Yes. He's being a bitter ex girlfriend, which is what I mentioned last week, and I didn't want him to do it, but they're doing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see how they, how this goes. And then on the stage, oh, of course. It's the NPCs. The squad, the gang. And now taking the place of uh Evil Uno is Coca Banna. Yeah, Coca Banna up there now with the with the NPCs. He's in the center being the Evil Uno. Yeah, because Uno's the player character now. So you know, whenever you have yeah. the player character in the ring, you gotta replace him with another NPC. Nah, not at Mortal Kombat, they just have- <laughs> <laughs> It's the same motherfucker in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Scorpion, ain't that you? Yeah. <laughs> How you there and you there? I'm a demon. <laughs> Get down here. <laughs> but uh, uh, Kenny doesn't like that that the NPCs are out there. Kenny likes his RPGs clean and, and barren. <laughs> so he, he wants them thrown out of the building. JR surprisingly agrees with that, despite the fact that yeah. NJ's out there. Thought JR, he's usually very thirsty over energy, but I guess he calmed down. <laughs> energy. But Uno, <laughs> he actually sends them away. When they, when they attempt yeah. to interfere, Uno, he goes over to them. He's like, no, 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 I got it. I got it. I got it. He goes over to Colt. He's like, I got this. Don't worry about it. Colt's like, you sure? Yeah, I got it. Get out of here. So they all leave. Seven, it, it's, it's being New York in your room right now. It is. It is. I, it's the ambulance. So. Hopefully, whoever <laughs> is out there is okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this match. I love that Hangman Page matches just evolve into lariat fights. They always mm-hmm. end up being lariat fights. Yep. Oh, you're going to lariat me? <laughs> nah, I'm going to lariat you. Strong style shit all day. Brody matches too. Yes, Brody matches too. <laughs> Give me Hangman versus Brody, please. Just, oh my God, <laughs> lariat central, my man. I think my my head is going to start hurting. My neck, my chest. If you ever taken a lariat, it's usually your chest. But yeah. that, that one random time that it just catches you right in the throat. Yeah, sometimes <clears throat> they, they go a little high right in the windpipe. Yeah. <clears throat> or they, they're, just t- they're just tall. Yeah. That's usually what happens. Usually when I'm facing tall dudes, that is just, well, it's been years. Why am I saying like, <laughs> this was last week. Whenever I run the town, brother. 12 years, bro. <laughs> fucking 12 years ago. Anyway. <laughs> Twelve years ago, the mm. only people who used to ever fucking cut my neck off was always the taller dudes. And it's like they gotta like and you know, me 
even if you're taller, I'm always going to catch you in the chest right around here because I jump for it. Well, I used to. Why am I saying like I'd still do this shit? <laughs> <laughs> you remember how you work. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So this match turns into a lariat fight and hangman usually wins lariat fights and he wins yeah. this one with the buckshot lariat. Another, Beautiful. another solid, solid hangman Adam Page match. Not a patch on that, that fucking G1 classic with Kaz, yeah. but this one was really good. I believe, uh, he gets jumped after this, uh, hangman or they were about to. Or they some were shit. about to. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, because I remember then Kenny Omega starts acting like a little bitch. Yeah, Kenny's like, oh, no, are they going to, should I should I go out there? No, I think he's got it. I don't, eh, eh, he's got it. Yeah. Because he was, like, I remember he was being a little bitch about, because I hear more than I see, because, you know, I'm fucking working. Yeah. But, <laughs> why are you watching the show at work? I, I want to give you information. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make it happen. But, yeah, I got to work during work. <laughs> I, he does, granted, he doesn't just walk yeah. out and let. Hangman get jumped. Yeah. He waits until he's good and he's like, well, he's fine. He was once again being, uh, an ex, a bitter ex-girlfriend where it's like, if he gets hit, he gets hit because I used to love him. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't go out there and help him. No, I'm strong. I gotta be strong. I gotta be strong. I gotta be strong. <laughs> Turns out he didn't need any help. He was okay. Nah, he was good. Yeah. So we got Tony in the back with, with Matt Jackson. It's Skiavon. Yes, yeah, Skiavon. He's he's nervous, knocking on the door because you know what happened to Marvez, what happened to Mike mm-hmm. Posey. But Matt opens the door and he's like, "Oh no, no, hey, it's just Tony. Are you nervous, Tony? Don't be nervous. We love you. Come on now." <laughs> so he does. He apologizes for super kicking Marvez, and then he's like, "Ah, we're sorry about super kicking that that interviewer guy." Yeah. And, and we're sorry about super kicking the ref, whatever, whatever his name is. He called him a jockey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, jockey. That, that small jockey ref. Yeah. Whatever. I was like, wow, son, yeah. you over here calling motherfuckers vanilla midgets. Yeah. Isn't that, <laughs> when, when isn't that what they used to call taller you? Than you? <laughs> yeah. Facts. That's what I'm saying. Isn't that what they used to call you, bro? Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, ah, you know, you, what people have to understand is we've been through a lot lately. We've lost championship opportunities. We, we've lost our friendship. People we hold near and dear is all falling apart. So yeah. we're going through a lot. So then Tony decides that, you know, well, this all started with FTR and, you know, they're the champions now. So what do you, what do you think about, you know, heading toward them and facing them for those titles? And, and Matt gets pissy about it. It's like, oh, you're going to ask the hardball questions now, Tony. You're going to ask me about FTR. Mm-hmm. G- give me your phone, Tony. Give me your phone. And then Tony's like, why do you need my phone? Give me your phone. He takes his phone and, and how about I just smashes it against the, the fucking wall? Break cracks the screen. Breaks he deserved it. that shit though. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> yeah. You want to know why? You already know what time this man is on, right? Yeah. And then you're going to go out here and, and, and press him. Yo, but. You know that that squad that that beat you though. Remember that motherfuckers? Yeah. How you feel about them motherfuckers? <laughs> but 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 Matt was like, Nah, Tony, you're cool. You're cool. <laughs> well, you know what? At least he gave him the cash to to upgrade. He That's true. Him. After he breaks his phone, he's like, I, You know what, Tony? I, I'm sorry I did that. You know, here's some cash. Get an upgrade. I don't know how much it costs. Here, just take it. He, he throws the cash <laughs> in the air. Yeah, he throws it in his face, basically. Yeah. Which I, I personally see, and then at that point, if Skiavon would have clocked him, I would have been okay with it because you don't throw shit in people's faces, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
He's being, <laughs> he's being an asshole. He's being this a young bitch. buck. <laughs> Stop being a little bitch, man. Uh, Come on. Apparently, it was just Matt because Nick wasn't there this week. I don't know why, but... Nobody seems to know why. He yeah. might have just been home taking a week off. I mean, yeah. You know, but... He, he wasn't yeah, if you ain't got no real reason, no real storyline, then... Yeah. yeah. I, 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 far be it from us to speculate. All yeah. we know is he wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Up next, TNT Championship on the line. Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy takes on Mr. Brody Lee. I love this match. Same. I love hey, how Dave, Dave, like, evolved all the characters of the Dark Order. They all have roles now. And yep. I love how this was an Orange Cassidy match. Like, this was the classic Orange Cassidy match. Silver is officially the goof. Silver is the goof. <laughs> yeah. Anna Jay is, like, the serious number two. Yeah, she's basically Eve. <laughs> yeah. She don't play no games. Yep. And, of course, you got Brody, who's the leader. Yep. And then we ain't really see them that much in this match, but you know, ten, ten is he's, he's the big boy. He always flexing. Yeah, he just yeah. yeah. Ten cannot resist flexing. Yeah. So fucking Silver's dumbass. At one point, I think he holds up the TNT title. Yep. And gets knocked off the apron like an idiot. Yep. <laughs> and then his banter with Brody Lee is always hilarious because him and Brody Lee. Like the entire match, they'll fucking be weird about shit. Fucking, why was Silver beating up fucking Orange Cassidy's clothes after his entrance? <laughs> he was so fucking, he, OC throws a towel at him. He, he's fucking furious. He stomps on the towel. Mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy's looking at him. He almost laughs. He almost yeah, breaks. Almost. <laughs> Gets he's close. Like, why? And then he puts the, the, he does the Bret Hart to Anna Jay. Yeah. Anna Jay's on the apron <laughs> yelling at him like, you, yeah. you get out of here. And then he just puts yeah. the shades on her and she's just like, are you serious? <laughs> but it neutralizes <laughs> her. She just stands yeah. there and then she, all she can do is yell like, what are you doing? If somebody Bret Harted you, wouldn't you be neutralized for yeah. a second? Yeah. I'd be like, what? <laughs> Did this nigga just Bret Hart me like a child? <laughs> like Brody Lee had to come over to her and take the shades off. Like, it's yeah. all right. He was being, it's like a parent. Well, not a, it's like a dog owner. That's yeah. what it's like. <laughs> and somebody puts a stupid hat on your dog and you're like, man, don't do this to my dog. Yeah. <laughs> go, go that's sit exactly in the corner. Just, that, that's just what happened. He's like, doggy, come here. Let me take, let me take that peanut butter off your nose. You're going to fucking be licking yourself for like three hours. Yeah. <laughs> come on now. <laughs> Yeah, the, the opening oh, bits of this match is just Orange Cassidy fucking with the Dark Order. Yeah. Oh. And then he's also doing the, oh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, it breaks down. Brody gets sent outside. He he reconvenes with the whole squad. They're, they're mm-hmm. all with him. So, Orange Cassidy decides, I've got them all right here. I'm going to dive. So, he goes for a tope suicida, but Brody moves, and yeah. the rest of them catch him. Mm-hmm. So they're all lifting him up for Brody Lee to hit the ring, and he hits a tope suicida onto yep. everybody. See, shit like that is dope, too. The Dark Order just, yeah. we're going to sacrifice ourselves for the exalted yes. one. Now, here's the funny part. Here's the even funnier part. After they all do this, I forgot what Brody Lee did, but then they all started clapping. Yes. And they're all, they're all, they're all dead on the ground, but they're clapping. Yes. <laughs> they're like selling and clapping at the same time. It's fucking... Ah, oh, nonsense, bro. <laughs> so, OC makes his comeback. He takes out the Dark Order on the outside. Rocks Brody on the inside. Air Raid Crash gets a two count. Mm-hmm. Silver hits the ring. 
Yeah. He's going to try to interfere. He bites the bullet on an orange punch. OC hits him with the orange <laughs> punch. Yeah. He, he sacrifices himself, which allows Brody to come in and hit his discus lariat for yeah. the victory. This is a really fun match. Really fun. Like I told you, this man and his lariats, man. <laughs> and with that lariat, I believe, uh, Skiavon and, and, and Jim Ross were all over it on commentary. Talking yeah. About, oh, look at this Brody. Brody Lee is so much like, like Bruiser Brody. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm like, yo, stop having a boner. He's not Bruiser Brody. <laughs> he's, he's, he's Brody Lee and Brody Lee, I feel like he's as sadistic, but more cerebral. You feel me? Yeah. You get what I mean? Like, I feel like Bruiser Brody, he had that, like, you know, thing where he was, like, very in his head. But with with Brody, it's 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 almost like there's more to it. There's it's more brain than brawn when it comes to like Bruiser Brody was he he was smart and you know you could see him his wheels turning when he was doing stuff. But with Brody, it's like he lets it sit and you see it more. It's a modernized know? charisma to 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 Brody that you know yeah. it's different from the way Bruiser Brody had his charisma. It's less primitive. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. So. Brody, he's celebrating his victory in the ring with the squad, but then the lights go down. They come Baby, back when up. the lights <laughs> go out, my friends, my friends in uh in the UK, I know you know about five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were on top back in the day. Your but. love and tenderness <laughs> show you what it's all about. about. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah, so the lights go out, and yeah. then uh, uh, this this uh, gothic style music starts playing. And yeah. you see this cane like uh, fire burning. Fire burning. I, I went on through like a roller coaster of, yeah. of emotions with this. Yes. Like I was like, it's Cody. Cody's okay. back. I didn't think that at first. I was like Cody, but then it kept going. I was like, no, not Cody. But then it got to the end, and wrestling has more than one royal family. I'm like, They're oh, family, Cody, yeah. yeah, Cody. That's that's when I knew it was Cody. But yeah. before that, I was just like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, like, I guess oh. I, I low key spoiled myself because I thought Cody mm-hmm. from Jump. But then I, I worked myself into somebody else. Yeah, and then it had what with me was is it was what threw me off was the gothic like singing in the background. Yeah, S- sounded like the opening. You ever heard the song Lies from yeah. the from the album Origin from uh, uh, Evanescence? Yeah. So, the, in the beginning, it was like, oh, 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 they had some of that in the background. I was like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. But then, and then you hear Skiavon like, well, we're about to find, what, what is this? We're going to, and then we, then we see it's Cody. And I was like, oh, well, you hear wrestling has more than one royal family. And then it's like, oh, and then he comes out here with like pitch black hair. Man. Everybody's made the joke. It looks like a Robbie Rotten from Lazy Town. I don't see it. I don't see it. Everybody keeps saying that, but I don't see it. Yeah. To me, he just looked like somebody from MCR. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bro. He felt like, what's the, what's the name? Gerard Gerard Way. (laughs) Yeah, he looked like that to me. Well, back back then, I I heard now he looks way different. Yeah. He looks more like chill now. He looks like a regular dude, you know, the old pocket wash looking thing. You know, that all black with the black hair. I thought he was about to join the Black Parade or some shit, but I, I, guess I was wrong. 
Stepping right out of fucking Mr. Price. <laughs> but uh yeah. Oh man. Cody, he get he gets a big pop. Crowd goes crazy for him, standing standing oh, all that. He beats up the Dark Order. Uh Brody has to powder and get away. It was it was a nice return for for the American nightmare. And I guess that'll be your match for full gear, your rematch for the TNT yeah. championship. He, he showed some viciousness. He when did. He, he did. When he, when he got to the homie five, poor five. Five got his ass whooped. Yeah. I guess they'll have a match at some point, but he didn't have to do that to the boy five. I'm just glad there's no six because it would have been beef. <laughs> yeah, there's no Man. six and seven yet, I believe, but I hope not. <laughs> I hope if they do add a six, it's me. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, my man, that's copyright infringement. You can't do that shit. Yeah, if you're going to add a six, then come on. I'm going to sue you, motherfuckers. Beef. <laughs> nah, but yeah, here's where me and you uh, differ in opinions. So in my head, I'm like, he seems more vicious. He's got all this dark stuff, but he does feel refreshed. And he does feel not like, I don't know. Yes, he was very vicious. But it was different. I don't feel like he's gonna go full here yet. But you feel like he's he's gone here. It it's interesting because Cody has always said that, you know, we don't they don't really do hard line baby face and heel in AEW. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's more character based than anything else. Like your character undergoes changes. And you know, the, the people react how they want based on that. It, it's similar to how, and I, I've said this before, it's similar to how New Japan books where they have baby faces and heels. Like, mm-hmm. Okada's a baby face. Jay White's a heel. Bullet Club are heels. Fucking but, Jay White is the greatest heel. Fuck that. Yeah. So like, they, they have them, but yeah. it, it, again, it's more character based stuff than anything else. So like, mm-hmm. if people cheer Jay White or Bullet Club in Japan, that isn't necessarily viewed as like a failure to book an effective heel. It's just, you know, they'll book the story accordingly. Like sometimes Okada is in the position where he plays heel because he's up against someone like Cody Ibushi or Naito and yeah. everyone loves him. Like that's how, that's somewhat how AEW books their babyface heel divide. So I can believe that Cody isn't necessarily like a heel. Mm hmm. And maybe his character has just undergone like a change because of what Brody did to him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Where I feel like now he's just going to be more, more real because, you know, like he was being this good guy, but it was starting to turn a bit because of the fact that he was just being so like to me, it was him being so nice that was starting to make him feel like a heel because then he would do like weird fucked up shit. Yeah. You know? Because it was like, okay, he's so such a good guy, but then he'll do something where it looks like he's about to snap. Now it feels like, all right, he snapped, he went through it, now he's back, and now he knows exactly who he needs to be. That's how I feel what it is. Yeah, and it, it, I, I can see that being the story. I can see yeah. that being the story that Cody himself wants yeah. to tell. So yeah. I, I'm down for that explanation. I guess I'm willing to yeah. see how it unfolds in the coming yeah. weeks. To me, it's basically what I wish they would do with Kenny already. Yeah. yeah. Where he finally has the realization and then he's fucking the one winning, uh, the one winged angel. Yeah. You know, Sephiroth Jr. (laughs) Somebody bring out the cloud sword. Mr. Kenny Omega Man X. (laughs) I'm sure he wants that moment to be like the moment. Yeah. So it's probably going to be during, you know, when at least COVID is 
less rampant and there's a little bit more people in the stands. Yeah, or, or you know, uh, like a, a proper build, built moment. Yeah. So, but right now he's being a pissy girlfriend. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to the back. Dash is in the back, and she's got the mic. She's set for an interview, but Anna J just runs right up, grabs the mic. Like, yeah, get, get out of here. And then she gives the mic to Brody Lee, mm-hmm. and Brody Lee cuts an awesome promo. Yo, he. <laughs> Uh, to me, it was it was the thirst trap line. Uh, what kind of man goes and hides in a bubble while his wife posts thirst traps on Instagram and calls me daddy? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of man, Cody? He went off on this man. Classic microphone in the back. You know the the poster behind you, looking dead into the camera, yelling at your opponent. You what kind of man? This is why Jr. and Tony love him so much because he's a fucking throwback. <laughs> and he so, cuts this promo with so much intensity, and I'm just like, I believe this nigga. <laughs> man, this man. Yeah, go ahead. He he picks up a dog collar. That shit. Yeah. Well, he gets it from Silver, I believe. Yeah, he's like, hey, Silver, g- g- give me that. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm telling you, Silver is a stooge, bro. Silver's so short that yeah. Brody takes the dog collar from him and then throws him away, and you yeah. don't even see Silver. <laughs> like, he th- he's thrown under the camera. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, man, yo. The, I'm telling you, it's the combination of these two guys together. Just everything about it is hilarious to me. It's like... They, they, they've taken that, that, that BTE comedy and, and mm-hmm. figured out how to make it work with their characters on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's, it's popping. It's working really well. I fucks with it. So yeah. Brody wants Cody in a dog collar match. You know, dog collar is, is more of an old school type gimmick match. There haven't yeah. been a lot of great modern ones. Punk versus Raven. In Ring of Honor. <laughs> yeah. CM Punk versus Raven. That's, that, that's an incredible That's one. old still. That's still mad old. At this point, yeah. That was, yeah. what, 17 like, years ago? Yeah, we, we forget that we're old as fuck now. But, yeah, that's yeah. old, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, if, if you're unfamiliar with dog collar yeah. matches, I guess that's the most recent. There's probably a more recent one that yeah, I can't yeah. think of. But, but that's, like, my frame of reference for, like, a really good yeah. dog collar match. CM Punk and at versus least high, Raven. At least high profile, anyways. Yeah. Like, yeah, given the names. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot more like classic ones from the 70s and 80s that you can probably find. Mm-hmm. But uh we got Matt Hardy in the ring with Private Party. And, you know, like we talked about last week, Matt pretty much implicates Chris Jericho as the mm-hmm. man who attacked him with, with his bat. Now, let, let me tell you something. I hate this fucking theme song. Matt's? Yes. It sounds like bad poor music. <laughs> like, you, you heard it? Like... With the guitar, and I'm like, "What is this shit, bro?" Like, it's like they're they're trying to do like the classic Hardy's music, but it's not. It just comes off as porn. They do that, like they do the discount version of like classic. Like Gun Club's theme is basically discount DX, but that one's good. Yeah, this one not. That one sounds like it. That one sounds correct. That one is like it's like, oh yeah, I get what what they did with this. This one is like, huh? Bad porn music. <laughs> they should have went for, uh, cause this, this has a more standout sound. The, the, fuck, what was the name of that shit? The Matitude song. I forgot how it go. I forgot the, the name. The V1 theme. Yes. What's the name of it? 
Uh, you know, I just I, remember it goes, I can slap, slap a, a tornado. I can dry up, up the, the sea. sea. And that in itself was supposed to be, I believe I heard it was supposed to be a modernized ripoff version of Voodoo Child. I can believe it. Yeah. And that's why it has that whole line. I can slap a tornado. I can dry up the sea. Because <laughs> if you remember... uh well, I'm standing next to a mountain, chopped it down with the edge of my hand. Edge of my hand. See that that whole gimmick. That's where, but that's what I heard. It was supposed to be a, a ripoff slash modernized version of that song, and you know it would have been dope if AW tried to capture that song because that one I feel like you can get away with more because it's you know it's it sounds like rock music but not as generic as you know the Hardy Boys thing. Yeah. Because, so, God damn, that shit sounded like horns, huh? Yeah, like, the Hardys, you know, it, it's become a famous song through osmosis because it, it's mm-hmm. it, it, it's stock music, but because, you know, the Hardys fucking tore up the Attitude Era using that music, it's associated with them. And then it's hard to recreate it, too, because if you try to remake it, it might also come off as a ripoff of uh, Jeff's Jeff's, uh, you know, solo song. Yeah. Cause that's so, the same sort of tempo. And, yeah. Don't you see the writings on the wall? I don't know. I guess it, 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 it's something they, they could work on. Seven, you're in way over your head. <laughs> you're going to drown in the things that you said. A thousand words I heard before. So the inner circle, they hit the stage. Jericho, he explained, you know, the inner circle, we've only had four, we've only been four deep lately. We've been missing our fifth guy, Sammy Guevara, because of what you did, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one even knows when Sammy Guevara will be back. It's indefinite. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's not true. Sammy Guevara is back right now. And Sammy yeah. Guevara just comes out. Yeah. And then they do the, the famous hug. Yeah. Ah, they're, 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 I love when, when Jericho reunites with the uh, Spanish God. <laughs> He's so happy every time. Yeah. That's one of his children. I yeah. feel like everybody in AEW at this point is one of his, well, not everybody, but there's a few guys. So we got, a uh, damn, what was his name? Not Chris Griffin. What's his real name? Griff Garrison. <laughs> there you go. I've been calling him Chris Gr- Griffin, like to fuck with him. And then I forgot his real name. <laughs> that should ever happen to you. Ah! <laughs> yes. It happened with Tony Schiavone, where I was like, yo, how do you actually pronounce that <laughs> It's not Skiavon. Because <laughs> I had Skiavon, and I forgot what the other one was that Jericho was also using. Uh, uh, Chavon. <laughs> yeah, it's Chavonte. Chavonte. And I'm over here like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, like, that's the reason why it's like it, it happened with Griff Garrison. But that's one of his kids. MJF is another one of his kids. And Sammy's one of his kids. Uh, I forgot who else is one of his kids through osmosis, but like, there's a few of them, you know? Yeah. There's, there's a few Chris Jericho's here in AEW. <laughs> yeah. And he, he loves them all dearly. Yeah. So, so Jericho, he says, you know, Matt, if I wanted to beat you with this bat, I've done it to your face and I've stood over you so you could look into my eyes and see the joy I took in doing it to you. So no, it was not me that attacked you with this bat, but you know, they don't believe him. And Matt steps up and he, he, he wants to fight all of them. He says, I'll fight you all. I don't care if I'm cleared or not. They'll, they, 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 they'll have to clear me because I want to take you all on. And then Mark Quinn mm. steps in like, hold on, Matt. 
We need you. So you got to yeah. fall back right now. I'll do it. I'll step up. Yeah. Because after what you guys did to my boy last week, Isaiah Cassidy, I'm not going to stand for that. But yeah. Then Isaiah Cassidy himself steps in. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, 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 nah. I can defend myself. I'll do it myself. Yeah. So he he wants Jericho in a one-on-one match next week. It's the way he said it to me that, like, really got to me. Yeah. Where he was like, you know, you know, I'm I'm this kid from Brooklyn, you know, like, what if this, you know, young kid from Brooklyn just, you know, made Le Champion his Le Champion bitch? And I was like, whoa, shit. Yeah. You know, you only get one. <laughs> It's good that, that Jericho constantly yeah. gives these really young guys these moments. Like, mm-hmm. I know you're Chris Jericho. You're a legend. Like, you did it with Orange Cassidy too. Yeah. You're Chris Jericho. You're a legend. You're one of the greatest of all time. But what if, you know, I, 22 year old kid from Brooklyn, beat you in the middle of that ring? It gives credibility to those guys. And especially because Jericho, when he says it, he doesn't laugh it off. Nah. He doesn't, oh, whatever. He, he gets scoffs. pissed off. He's, he's, he sells yeah. it. He, he he gives it credibility. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. He does all them Jericho faces that he hates. Yeah. <laughs> he he fucking, if you haven't read his first book, or his, his second book, I think it's his second book, yeah. where he talks about his uh his WWE debut. Yeah, that he hated it. He hated it because he hated all the faces he made. Yeah. <laughs> Selling Rock's insults. He was doing, <laughs> but it, it was effective back then, and he still did it now, and it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's entertaining. So we got Tony with the champs, FTR, and Tully Blanchard. Uh, yo, these guys are every week becoming bigger and bigger assholes. I love Yes. <laughs> so Tully, see, this is what I mean when I say, like, you know, AEW plays fast and loose with baby faces and heels, but, like, they obviously have dudes. Like, these guys are heels. No yeah. question. Yeah. So Tully, he says, you know, as the world champs, I think we're going to change up the rules a little bit. You know how the time limit is usually 60 minutes? We're going to knock that down to 20 minutes. And the champs are going to pick their opponents. So Cash and Dax, they pick SCU. 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 And Tully notes that, you know, if you can't beat the champs in 20 minutes, then the champs go to the pay window. They get the win. So the FTR, they, they go through the tag division and they talk about all the other teams that want to face them. And they talk about best friends who, you know, coming off that big victory in the parking lot fight mm-hmm. against Santana and Ortiz last week. And he says, they just did a glorified backyard garbage match. No, it wasn't. And they bring out best friends. Speaking of that, Jim Ross goes, that was not a backyard match. There was no trampolines in sight. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> So best friends come out and they talk about, you know, that, that what we did last week, that wasn't a match. That was a war and we are banged up, but talking all this, we can do this challenge right now. How about we have at it right here? So FTR is like, you want to do this? Tully, they want to do this. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. So they take off the jackets, they throw them down, they get ready, but then cash is like, Wait, 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 wait. You guys had a real brutal fight last week. You guys clearly are not ready. You're banged up. We, it wouldn't be fair to you 
if we I had this b- match. I believe the term they said was, you're not 100%. Yeah, you're not 100%. It wouldn't be fair to you if yeah. we gave you this match right now. Heal up, rest up, and then, you know, maybe we'll give you a shot in the future. Perfect heal things that they did as they were leaving. Fucking gun club is patting them on the back. Yeah! And they're like, yeah. fuck off me. <laughs> Get away from me. That reminds me of Austin. Yeah. Back when he was a heel, like when he was starting up. That's how he would be with the fans. Yeah, you're cool. Get the fuck off. <laughs> I'll whip your ass. <laughs> I, used to, I used to always, there's little things. I like little uh, heel character traits like that. It's like, okay, this guy's this guy's a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and if you see the way the gun club sells it, like, hey, what the fuck? We're the gun club. What the fuck? Yeah. Nobody <laughs> yeah. dislikes us. Exactly. And then the best friends hug and they do the camera shot. Yeah. Up next, we got Diamante and Ivelisse mm-hmm. versus NWA Women's Champion, Thunder Rosa, and AEW Women's Champion, Hikaru Shida. I thought this was a, I thought this was a solid tag team match. Um, the women's division is just getting better and better and better and better and better. And, like, the team of Diamante and Ivelisse keeps Ivelisse from, like, bugging out. Yeah. Because she has uh, a tendency. <laughs> <laughs> She's going through a lot too at the moment. You know, her house and everything burned down. And- oh yeah, I heard about that. But yeah. luckily, you know, she she did great in this match. That's a whack situation, by the way. But yeah. you just said like fuck. But you know, it's 2020. What can we do? This is what's happening right now in 2020. No matter what. Yeah. A cool thing that I I thought looked cool as fuck was Thunder Rosa and um, uh, Hikaru Shida both holding up their titles. Yeah. Like that, side by side. I was like, as a title belt, Mark, I was like, that looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Sheeta does the deal, and, yeah. and the deal gets broken up. So Thunder Rosa, she takes out uh, Diamante, and mm-hmm. Sheeta's able to follow up with her knee strike, and she gets the victory. And, yeah, the they, they pose with their championship titles. Real cool shit. Then they, you know, do the pose off in the corner and everything. Uh, yeah, I like what they're doing with Thunder Rosa so far. I hope they keep bringing her back. Like, I don't know if, if we're talking like a title unification or, or whatever they want to do. Like, but mm-hmm. I like that they, they have these, these two women on the show. It, it, it helps boost up this women's division, which of course, like we, we, we always talk about. It's the division that could use the boost. All I have to say is if they do do the whole, uh, title unification thing, for the love of God. Make the belt bigger. <laughs> that yeah, that's the only request. Yeah. Make it bigger. Because we have a whole bunch of females now that are like stocky, you know. Yeah. It's not like the original, you know, few AW women that we had, which are a lot smaller, except for, you know, Nyla who's the native beast. Yeah. You know. So it was like Yeah, but even on Nyla it's gonna look weird as fuck. So then now that they have like a gang of girls that are like nice and like you know built yeah, different sizes yeah it's it's better to make a title belt i I don't mean but when i say bigger i don't mean like longer like i mean like bigger as in the actual plate size because yeah that shit looks mass small around you know it's, it's, it looks like one of those old school trophy belts and yeah. you know we want the women to feel the same respect you know as the men you know it's like eh, i got this little trinket for a title belt like no give them a nice decent size title belt yeah, like it ain't got to exactly be pretty pl- pretty platinum, but yeah, could be close. Yeah. yeah, but we got Dasha with with Chris Jericho. Yes, 
Jericho says, you know what? I respect Isaiah Cassidy for actually growing some balls and stepping <laughs> up to the plate. Yeah. He's going to be a big star in AEW one day, no doubt. But next week, I'm giving him a reality check. And then, then, and then MJF shows up again. Goddamn oh God. Jeff. <laughs> Jericho's other child. Yep, and here they go again with the om nom 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 nom. <laughs> I'm trying to drink right now. You fucking kidding? <laughs> like, I'll, that would have been a huge mistake if it actually, you know, because I yeah. would have spit it everywhere. And my title next to me and shit. I would have killed oh, you if shit. you got Austin fucking. You would have got him dirty. I would have whooped your ass. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah, they're doing that. You know, it's a mutual love. <laughs> but after they do that, they take a pause. And then they're like, so why'd you call me a loser? loser. It's at the same time. And then I believe MJF is like, I wasn't calling you a loser. I was calling my limo driver a loser because he almost, you know, crashed into you. And then Jericho kills me because this is the part that, like, I was crying. Yeah, that loser did almost spill fucking uh, coffee on my, what was it, like, something... $1,000 $1,000 leather pants yeah. or whatever. Like, what $1,000 leather pants. I was crying. I'm like, yo, Jericho, stop being The Rock right now, number one. Number two, stop being Chris Jericho because you're too funny. I can't. I'm at work. I'm not supposed to be fucking <laughs> crying of laughter. This yeah. is, this and then, then, you know, MJF is like, of course I saw you call me a loser. I saw it everywhere. I yeah. saw it on Twitter. I saw it on Reddit, yeah. YouTube, everything. And then Jericho's like, I saw it on Dynamite on national television. You yeah. think I don't watch the show that I'm on? <laughs> yeah. He's so ah oh, Jericho's so great. He's so great. I love this. Love it, love it, love it. And then, and then Jericho, he's like, Well, I wasn't calling you a loser. Yeah. I was calling Tony a loser. loser. That loser Tony Giovanni. MJF is like, Oh, look at me, I'm Tony Giovanni. He does a fucking yeah. he, they bury Tony. Yep, and they, they both yeah, just yeah, he's bury the biggest Tony. loser, yeah. And yeah. then Dash is in the back just cracking up the whole time. Yeah. She's just like, you know, like trying to, it's like trying to hold in a fart. You can't hold in a laugh sometimes. It's just, yeah. you got to let it out, you know, send for the man. Yeah. So, you know, through burying, through burying Skiavon, mm-hmm. they have like a genuine, you know what? You're okay moment. Yeah. You're an all right guy. Yeah. And then they both just turn to Dasha like, thanks, Dasha. And they walk away. Yeah. Dasha's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she didn't do anything. She was just standing there like, it can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, MJF and Jericho, they are perfect together. Ridiculously perfect together. So now, so now, he, here's what I'm feeling, right? I'm getting vibes right here. Right? What if we, what if, right? Uh, MJF. Remember how he was talking about joining a group? He needs a group. He needs a gang. He needs a squad. Yeah. What if both MJF and Wardlow join the inner circle? Ah. And then they start taking the inner circle places. You know what I'm saying? And then now with MJF and Jericho both in the front lines, you have those guys look big and huge, right? Then... MJF slowly starts taking over the inner circle. And then once he takes over the inner circle, we can have one last Jericho heel run so he can take some time off because I know he probably wants to do that. Or, like, you know, do commentary or whatever because he said he was also thinking about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then you can have Jericho have that heel run, uh, not heel run, face run with uh, 
you know, putting over MJF and then MJF yeah. can, you know, completely rock the entire nation of domination, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, because I, I do think we are trending toward a potential babyface Jericho run because, you know, he's done just about everything to, there is to do as like the initial top heel of the company. He, he's mm-hmm. put over the guys. Mm-hmm. He's, he's established the title. He's established stars. It's time there to give Jericho the, the we love you. Thank you for this run. Yeah. So that, that's, so. that's what I feel. I feel like they might do that. <clears throat> and then so many interesting, uh, plot points that could come, that could come out of this. Yeah. You know, you can have Wardlow kind of like start beefing with Jake Hager or whatever, or you can have Santana and Ortiz not be with the situation and go elsewhere with, uh, what do you call it? With Eddie Kingston, because I feel like that's a good match, too. Yeah. You know? I feel like they match more with Eddie Kingston than anybody that Eddie Kingston is talking to right now. Yeah. You feel me? It's just that New York shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I guess it's part because, you know, we've seen that that, that squad together before. Yes, yes. So we know yes. what that squad can do. Fire. Yeah, fire. Absolute they, fire. They work together. Yeah. So point is, there's a lot of things that could spin off of that if we actually go down this pipeline. Yeah. And speaking of Eddie Kingston, yes. it's time for our main event, the AEW oh, World shit. Championship. Pretty Platinum on the line. Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley. It it does truly suck that Archer got COVID. Yeah. And you know, you know, has to rest up for these these next two weeks, but But silver lining. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to them for having this as a backup for like Facts. even you know this Facts. this Eddie Kingston thing was always in their pocket to begin with yeah. just because they acknowledge the shit that happens on their TV. Yep. So you have a, you have a perfect match here, perfect main event for this show. Eddie and Mox just beat the shit out of each other, and you know they both loved it. You know they both Hell loved yeah. it. <laughs> you know they probably told each other before the whole situation. Yo. Beat that absolute shit out of me. Oh, me too, my nigga. I'm with it. <laughs> Yo, give me some strong style chops. <laughs> Yo, let's beat the... Yo, and then that slap. Yo, talk about the match so I don't... <laughs> if you know Eddie Kingston, yeah. you know he he is a student of the game. And he loves him. Some Japanese wrestling. Hell some yeah. classical strong style. So yeah. As Excalibur pointed out on commentary... Four pillars of heaven. Kawada, he's a Kawada guy. He yeah. said it. So this match would have been right at home in Budokan Hall. Eddie Kingston's chops, Oof. always good. In this match, he, he got to show him off. Murdering Mox's chest. Yeah, now Mox tried to clap back, but his chops sounded like thuds versus yeah. how Eddie Kingston's chops just sounded so crisp. Just rah, like a belt going across somebody's back. That's how clean that shit sounded. It was so fun. Don't ask me how I know what a belt sounds like going across somebody's back. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, we're wrestling right fans, number one. Number yeah. two, I, as a kid, we all got our ass moved. So, hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to. <laughs> yeah. So, you hear but, that shit, and it's like it cracks around the entire arena. Yeah, but just uh falling back to, you know, the story of Eddie Kingston's promo where, you know, he said Mox sold out. He sold his soul 
and went to the land of sports entertainment. So Eddie Kingston goes into this match thinking that John Moxley, he ain't that guy that I came up with. He ain't that guy that's going to throw hands with me and beat my ass like it was back in the day. But lo and behold, yep. John Moxley is who he says he is. He's who you, he's who you think he isn't anymore. Exactly. Yeah. He's back to being that person. Is, yeah. is what I feel like more. You feel me? Cause yeah, he took some time off in WWE and became Dean Ambrose, but even he didn't want to be Dean Ambrose. You know, you feel me? Like it's not who he wanted to be, this wacky, corny motherfucker. So yeah. once he got out, I don't know if you remember, but I remember like his first match back. He was insane. <laughs> yeah. He was back to being fucking CZW. So it's like, Eddie, you fucked up because this ain't, this ain't his first stop here in AEW. Yeah. You feel me? He, he went to Japan and showed motherfuckers, nah, I'm still me. <laughs> yeah. and, and just like the other situations that push Moxie to his mm-hmm. limit and push him to adapt, Mox has to choke Eddie Kingston out, rolls him into the bully choke, yokes him up, and Eddie Kingston fades and is out for Mox to retain his world championship. Hell of a match. Hell of a main event. Yep. For this show. And then post-match... We got Eddie Kingston, his squad, his family. They run in and yep. they, they attack Mox. They attack Mox Penta and Phoenix. But Will Hobbs, he runs in to make the save. Yo, Jim Ross. That's my boy, Willie Hobbs, and his old man. <laughs> That's some world power right there. <laughs> the spine buster this man hits on Ray yeah, Phoenix. He loves My goodness. I love the way that Jim Ross loves Will Hobbs. I like that yes. shit. I wouldn't expect it. But he loves the shit out of Will Hobbs. No, it makes sense. You yeah. look at Will Hobbs. Yeah, he's he's he a, a football hoss. Yeah. Big old yeah. mean motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. That's JR's type right yeah. there. You know that. Yeah, true. It's a, yeah. Well, Austin did have the wide shoulders because I'm like, eh, yeah. Austin didn't look that type, but he was that type. Austin played football. Yeah, he did. If you <laughs> yeah. play football, he automatic. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. Anything collegiate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you were any type of collegiate athlete, yeah. especially if you were if you're in in region of the Big Twelve. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll just tell Jim Ross if I ever become a, I, I won't. It, <laughs> I ain't trying to do that right now. I'm too old. I'm like thirty. I'm I'm in. I, it hurts to walk sometimes. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't trying to do it, but never mind bumps. It, it, you know, and I, you know, in theory, if I ever friggin' told uh, Jim Ross, uh, yo, I, I would tell him ASAP, like, yo, listen, I, I used to uh, wrestle in high school. I, w- I was in the varsity wrestling team. I would just make, I would just tell him that, so that that way he can talk about. Oh, you can see the wrestling skills. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He has that background in wrestling, and he. <laughs> I'll talk about all the sports I did as a kid. You, you know, I played basketball a little bit. You know, <laughs> got a trophy. Seven, that athletic background. Seven has a thousand <laughs> basketball trophies. I have one. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> well, my sport. Seven, <laughs> basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. Oh man. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Big brawl post-match. Yeah. Will Hobbs laying everybody out, but the numbers game, it gets to him. And then, of course, that music hits. Darby Allen runs in yep. to make the save. Got his skateboard and tow and everything. But moments after Darby hits the ring, Ricky Starks is right behind him. Ricky Ticky Starks. He lays Darby <laughs> out with the spear. 
Yep. Slipped him inside out. Darby Sullivan was crazy because Darby Allen, you know, any bump where I can die, I'm taking that shit. That's how Darby Allen gets down. Fucking. Then at the end, Ricky Ticky Starks, aka Ricky Martin Jr., he he poses like it was the cup of life. Now I'm fucking. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cup of life. What was what was all this shit? Then they played his music for some weird reason, and yeah. it's like some weird like Spanish shit. <laughs> yeah. Like what is this, bro? <laughs> nah, but it's cool to see that Moxley now has a family. Yeah, or so it seems. So it's like Eddie Kingston comes out with his family, but now Mox has his family too. Yeah, he, he's got a squad that can, you know, yeah. step up. And I mean, you know, right now he, he'll probably be dealing with Eddie, Eddie in the, in the gang for the next week or so till Lance is back. But yeah. at least he's got backup. Funny thing too is, is fucking Taz. <laughs> Taz. Like literally he, co- he, as he's, uh, you know, as he's coming out or whatever, uh, Ricky Starks, like he runs down and he's battering the shit out of uh, Darby. Fucking Taz just wanders in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hand, hands, in, hands in pockets. And, yeah, just. Yeah, go ahead. No, just chilling. Not a care in the world. Mad nonchalant, like whatever. And then at yeah. the end when they pose and he's like, he got the cup of life. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just kind of like, yeah. And then I realized, yo, New York is teaming up, B. <laughs> That I Team Tims New York in that. the building. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Tim's and Deadass and Bees and all of that, all of it. <laughs> taking over. We taking over AEW. No cap and all of it, man. You know? <laughs> all of that. <laughs> yes, that that was dynamite. Yeah. It was a good show. It was a fun show. Dynamite. Yeah, it was a little uh, weird. It was a little like here and there because you know, I mean, I guess that was just because of the whole Lance Archer thing. It yeah, probably like, had to obviously. Read, yeah. You know, last minute rewrites because of the Lance mm-hmm. Archer situation. But given the circumstances, I feel like they did as good as they could. Yeah. Do you yeah. really want it? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it was that damn pose, bro. Just <laughs> <laughs> the fuck was that shit? <sighs> A couple light like mm-hmm. motherfucker. Yo, yeah. every week I find yo, he's gonna hate me if you ever watch this show, man. <laughs> and like he doesn't understand. I'm putting him over because I want people to know who he is, and he's fucking yeah. great. And he's yeah. I like his gimmick, but he's just to me, he's just so funny to me. He's a great he <laughs> This this podcast absolutely endorses absolute Ricky Stark. Yes. <laughs> this podcast absolutely endorses all sorts of hilarity and fun. If it's entertaining, we love it. Yeah, as long as you entertain yeah. us, we're, we're good. Exactly. Like, yeah. it, it, that's all that matters. And with that being said, thumbs up now. Uh, <laughs> Tevin, it's time for round two. Yes, it is. Time for round two. Yeah. It's time. It's my time. My time. My time. My time. It's my show uh, in my world. It's my world. It's my time. My time. So, it it go a little sound like this time? Yes, sir. Are you ready? Me? Yes. No! Oh, shit. I said, uh, are 
You ready? I am ready. Then, for the thousands in attendance, I mean, it's just us, but... And the millions watching at home. Yeah. And for one fat guy with little popo glasses. Well, King Kai, but you know what I mean. Both got. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Let's get ready to banter. NXT. Full Sail University. Lord, Lord, Lord. We open this up like, like we often open up a lot of dynamites, to be honest. Everybody's yeah. in the ring, getting ready to fight. Everybody fights. Yeah. Because we're opening up with the number one contender, Women's Battle Royal. Winner of this is the number one contender for Io Shirai's Women's Championship at TakeOver. Yep. Uh, also, during this little intro, we got a quick little video of, I believe it was Candice beating up Lady Kane. Yes. Tegan Knox has been laid out in the back, unable to compete in this match. Apparently, she may have. She's taking. She's getting an MRI. She may have torn her ACL for real, for real. So, oh shit, man! Horrible luck. Mm-hmm. But uh, hopefully, hopefully that's not the case. Yeah. But Tegan has been laid out by Candice. She is unable to compete in this match. And Candice, she makes her entrance, followed by Rhea Ripley, the two big stars in the, in this thing. By the way, my question is like. I, I didn't, I didn't really know a lot of these women, bro. Yeah, some of these women have been women that haven't really been like on TV, like enhancement talent yeah. best. Like, this is why they need a dark. <laughs> NXT dark. Yeah, so I can at least know who some of these people are. Yeah. Cause you know, I end up watching dark once in a blue. Yeah. So it's like, that's usually how I find out who most of these people are. That's yeah. how I found out who Ricky Starks was and shit. Yeah. But anyways, with, with, with all that being said, um, something that I, it was just like, I see all these girls. I'm just like, who are you? Who are you? Who? Are I feel like, who is your daddy? And what does he do? <laughs> uh, Marina Shafir was in there. And I think Jessamyn Duke was too. I didn't even know. It was so many women. And like, if they were there, I didn't notice them doing anything big. Because yeah. the camera was all over Reina and uh, um, Rhea. Yeah, for the most Why'd part, I call it's Raina, just, Raquel, sorry, yeah, Ray, Ray, Ray Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez mostly mm-hmm. just tossing people left and right. Mm-hmm. And uh, Casey Cotanzaro, like those were the main three stars of the early part of this match. Ray, Raquel, and Casey yeah. Cotanzaro. Casey Cotanzaro. Doing the, her regular Royal Rumble shit? Yeah. <laughs> did twice. First time, yep. she, she gets knocked outside. And mm-hmm. you think she's gone, but both feet much touch the floor. And she lands straight on her back. So yep. her feet are up in the air. So mm-hmm. she scoots over. <laughs> and, like a kid. <laughs> yeah, like a kid. And she's kid-sized. So yeah. she gets over and pushes her foot, her feet up under the ropes and then uses her feet to pull herself up onto Insane. the apron and back into the ring. Do you know how much, like, core, core strength, strength you have yeah. to have? Yeah. Insane. That's ridiculous. Insane. That's ridiculous. That, that. That girl, she can do some very cool stuff. And then, mm-hmm. second crazy spot she did, she's knocked out again, and she makes her way over to the the hockey glass. 
Yep. And she's like traipsing and traveling on, on the hockey glass. Mm-hmm. And then Caden Carter, she, she, she's on the apron and she's trying to get her like, ah, I'm going to bring you back in. So they're reaching over yeah. to each other and Caden's trying to pull her back in. But then Raquel comes over and knocks Caden Carter out. So she's gone. Yep. But Caden Carter, she, now that she's down on the floor, she just mm-hmm. helps Casey back into the ring. Yeah. Cause I'm fucking, I'm out. So I'm going to just help my friend. Casey mm-hmm. squared with the, the real friendship. You love to see it. But then doesn't she get taken out right after? Uh, yeah, it's now the final four now, which is Casey, Shotzi Blackheart, Candice, and Dakota. Because Ray and Raquel eliminate each other mm-hmm. and brawl away to the back, so they're feuding. So Shotzi gets dumped, and then Dakota gets dumped, which leaves our final yeah. two of Candice and Shotzi. This was a fun interaction right here. Yeah, yeah. Especially after, you know, seeing Shotzi get her big match with EO last week. Mm-hmm. Seeing her, you know, step into this big position here. You, you want to see her get another shot, but, you know, they fight outside. And Candice is able to push her off the apron, knock her to the ground. And Candice LeRae will face EO Shirai for the Women's Championship at NXT TakeOver. Yeah. From what I recall, they were doing like a little spot that was like right on the steps. Yeah. And I guess Shotzi went for it and instead fucking bit the dust. Yeah, splat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, after that, Johnny comes down to the ring and celebrates with his wife. And, you know, the Gargano Gargano family is, is on top right now because Johnny, he's got Damian Priest to take over and Candice has got Neo to take over. So we yep. can see the Garganos walking out with, with some gold. Fucking Garganos, me. <laughs> And, and, and everybody knows how I feel about this, so I ain't even got to say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we got William Regal chilling in his office. Oh, this shit. <laughs> and then one half of our tag team champions, Fandango, comes up. Yeah. And he's got his Sherlock garb on. So aren't they having also a, a COVID situation down there, too? I believe so. They've had, like, a couple cases down there. Yeah. And from what I heard, it was just like, you know, just how was it like? Um, I forgot it was just like, just watch the show and, you know, whatever you see, you know, you can probably figure out who's who's out. Yeah. And I'm afraid that it's Tyler Breeze, so. Yeah, like, I, I was on, I was on Twitch earlier. He was on Twitch earlier today. He yes. Was, he was with Woods watching ECW. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, he was definitely home, so I don't, I don't. Maybe he caught it, maybe not. But again, if he did, you know, thankfully WWE is in that situation now where they are also, you know, doing testing and shit like that. So, yeah. and luckily, like it, the show is technically two weeks. Yeah, and they've been taking from the, the show. So, yeah. 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 So I don't know. We'll we'll hopefully see. Yeah. Up next, yes. <laughs> up next, Dango. He's with Regal, and he he. He has this wacky idea for for our, our NXT GM. Yeah. He's no hi. How about we have all these NXT tag teams have one representative team up with each other, and if they can win their tag team match, then those two teams will face off, and the winner of that match will face us for the titles. Like he and Regal are trying to like figure this thing out, and they've got a board and everything with marker, and they've got a whiteboard. <laughs> But they they get it. They get it. 
So we're, we're going to have some odd couple tag team wrestling here tonight to determine some number one contenders for the tag team championships. You know, <laughs> this off rip sounds hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And hilarity does ensue with certain situations. Yeah, Dango being Sherlock <laughs> and Regal being annoyed by it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, bro, you ain't British. Yeah, you're not British. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Stop making fun of my accent. <laughs> Sunshine. <laughs> and here I am making fun of his accent. <laughs> Fire me, I'm already fired. <laughs> Up next. Tommaso Ciampa versus Doom. Jake Atlas. MF Doom all day, bro. MF Doom. I know MF Doom when I see him. <laughs> Jake, he shows himself some fire in this match. He got to look pretty good. He got in a, a, a yeah. solid little flurry on Ciampa. Uh, I, I definitely thought that Ciampa was just going to kill him and be done with it, but nah, Jake nah. Atlas got in some offense. Yeah, that's, that's the same way I was feeling. I mean... How mean does Tommaso Ciampa look right now? By the yeah. Way? With that iron mask. And then if you'd watch the way that they, so now that they have the X's as part of the NXT, like Tron, I guess, like if you pay attention, the X's had Tommaso Ciampa's face in like 3D with the glass moving everywhere. And the camera just got a nice shot of that. And then you see him in his whole MF Doom gear. Nice. I don't know if it's Kevin Dunn or who's working down there, but nice. 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 I love that whole shot. I love all that. And then, you know, he comes out looking mean as fuck, and you think he's going to murder. He's going to murder him. Like, there's no way. And then Jake Atlas actually got some fucking love. Like, they actually, you know, let him look like he, yeah, now I have a, I have a, you know, bone to pick with this dude. Yeah, he, he's he's a man looking for revenge. And Mm -hmm. he fought like he was a man looking for revenge. Yep. And to me, it worked out. Yeah. I like the match. Yeah. Eventually, Ciampa does cut him off, ends him, ends him with the Widow's Bell. Of and course. Follows it with the fairy tale ending. And he gets the victory. But we didn't think anything other than that was going to happen, you know? Yeah. So it, it was a good little, like, exhibition match. It made uh, Jake look good. And Tommaso always looks like a fucking savage, though. So. Yeah. It served its purpose. Nice. Yeah. We got Ridge Holland, mate. He's back. <laughs> I played rugby in Yorkshire. <laughs> I'm from Yorkshire. I used, I used to kill men in Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> and now here I am in the United States and I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the terrible Yorkshire uh, accent. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. As we all know, yes, he's he's from Yorkshire, the most dangerous hood <laughs> <laughs> in all this, of the UK. We all know we're we're you know we're over here. It's funny. We're we're doing a, we're having a laugh, as you can say. Yes, but uh, you know, we all know that in, in all reality, you know, kayfabe aside, the most hoodest place in wrestling. Is the NXT parking lot? You know? Yes, that that is Absolutely. the facts. Facts the of the most matter. Gangster shit. You feel me? Like it ain't safe out there. That's that's the streets. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. Not at all. You in danger. <laughs> as soon as you step out of your whip on that NXT parking lot, you in danger. Danger. <laughs> Watch your back. Danger. 
Get on the float. <laughs> <laughs> been so long. Sing it. <laughs> Speaking of been so long. Yeah. Our next match, a guy who I have not seen on this show in some time. Danny Birch. Oh. Teaming with One, Roderick two. Strong of the Undisputed Era. Yep. Taking on Raul Mendoza and Fabian Eichner. This is the odd yes. couple situation that we talked about earlier. Roderick Strong representing mm-hmm. Undisputed Era. Danny Birch representing. One, two. Of course. Yeah. Mendoza and, representing our favorite cocaine dealers. Yeah. <laughs> let Eichner. us know, let us know, let us know. Eichner represents Imperium. Yep. So there well, you go. Here's the cool shit, right? That I fell in love with. Fucking Roddy comes out and, you know, he's with uh, Danny. And he doesn't really know, like, do I do the gimmick or do I not? Like, this is weird. Is he yeah. going to hit me? I have no idea what's going to happen here. So he just looks back and he's like, I'm going to do my gimmick. <laughs> and then Danny Burch is like, okay. So then they do the boom and then fucking Roddy goes down and then does the Shawn Michaels gimmick. Yeah. And, and, and then Danny, because, you know, he's not a member of UE, he doesn't do the UE gimmick. Yeah. So he just goes, two. Danny Burch has one taunt. Only yeah. one taunt. Two. Two. That's it. So the only, if, when Danny Burch gets in a video game, the next 2K game, that's going to be his only taunt. Two. It's going to be four taunts and they're all just going to be, Two. Yeah. Onis is going to be one. What? <laughs> Danny's going to be two. Nah, but Oni has mad. Nah, Oni mad has more. Oni has taunts. more. Because he, he goes oh, nuts. <laughs> he goes mad. nuts. And his... I want that one. I want yeah. that one. When he just starts losing his shit and he screams and moves around. Yeah. Dope shit. So we'll give we'll give Oni some, some more in the next game. Yorkshire. Sorry. <laughs> Yorkshire. <laughs> but yeah, like, like, like we talked about earlier with, with the whole mixed tag team deal, it, mm-hmm. it did lead some, to some interesting dynamics. Like obviously, these are not these guys' regular partners, so the chemistry is not all the way there, but they're all good wrestlers, so they managed to pull off something very interesting. Like I like Roderick Strong and Danny Birch eventually coming together because, well, this guy is a stiff bastard. Yep. I'm a stiff bastard. Yeah, can work, and they made it work. Remember, remember, bald head, uh, Roddy Strong. Yeah, <laughs> like this was this is what that brought me back to. Yeah, he could I have just, been their third guy in a different life. Yep. So it, it, it they had they had better chemistry than they may have thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, but see one two. I think it one two. Uh, Danny Birch and, and and Roderick Strong, they they were so clean, bro. Yeah. Like, they felt like a tag team a bit, and I was I was thrown off by it. It just threw me off so much. It's like a part where, like, uh, I think in the entrance even, where he looks at him and he goes, that's my partner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Birch, Birch and Strong, they do get this win, which will give us Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish versus, versus Danny Birch and Oni mm-hmm. Lorcan. So that should be a hell of a match. <sighs> Team one, two, or, or the, what is it they call it? What do they call Oni and Danny? Is it just Oni and Danny? No, they, they had like a little nickname for him. I forgot what it was. I can't remember. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah, you know, uh, that, that's going to be a fun match to watch, you know. I, I, I'm starting to see, but I feel like Undisputed Era is slowly turning face. You, you, you know, at first I thought it was just Kyle and <laughs> yeah. Cole, 
But no. then, like, Roddy on this show was kind of... Yeah, he yeah. was being good. He I, From last time I checked, Danny Birch was a good guy. He was a face. Yeah. And they got along great. Yeah. So I guess we'll see what happens next week when, when he's with Bobby. Yeah. And we all know that Adam Cole turned face when he wrestled uh, Pat. Yeah. So now it's like, wait, are you guys face now? <laughs> yeah, like, did this just happen? Yeah. Another thing that just happened. Sarah Schreiber's on NXT now? Where'd she come from? Yeah, that you, happened. Sarah, where you come from? You, she, you I get, Weren't you in the Thunderdome? She ain't been in the Thunderdome? Yeah, I mean, I don't remember. Maybe she's not. I, I guess it's Charlie in the Thunderdome, right? Um, it's been a mix of people. Yeah. But she's uh, on now. Raw. On Raw, it's a hot mess, so I never know. <laughs> yeah. SmackDown, at least you know you got some Kayla. Yeah. But 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 Sarah Sarah Schreiber's here on NXT. Where 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 yeah. is uh, Mackenzie? But but Sarah's here, and she's again. With, yeah. Remember, we were told you know some people yeah. might not be here. Yeah. So Sarah Schreiber is with Austin Theory. But before yep. she can really ask him or to talk about anything, Johnny Gargano walks in and is like, hey, don't be bothering this guy, Sarah. Don't ask him any dumb questions, all right? Because <laughs> this guy, he's got a match tonight with Damian Priest. And you know, if you bring Damian Priest down to my level, soften him up some for TakeOver, you and I could have a good relationship in the future. You think about that. Now, here's the thing. You want to get me into the whole... Gargano way bullshit. Start adding some people. Make it a legit faction. And they're doing it. Yeah, because Austin I'm, Theory. I'm, yeah. Being a little shithead with Johnny would work. Yeah. Because it's like having... That's the thing. All of this shit, all of this nonsense makes no sense if they don't actually have like our, a Gargano family thing because they keep talking about the Gargano family way and yeah, yeah, yeah. And... What really brought me to it was having that whole situation that happened with Lady King and Candace, uh, what was it, last week or the week before? Week before. Yeah, so the week before where they were, um, together and I was like, yo, that would be a thing, you know, that would be good, but, you know, if they did that, then I'd be down with it, but not just freaking Austin Theory, like have like a few people join in. Yeah. Cause like if you're gonna go with it, go with it, you know? Yeah, it could be interesting. Yeah. Then I'll be like, okay, it was all worth it. If not, I'm just going to be like, all this so we can put Johnny Gargano with Austin Theory. You could have just done that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that leads us into the next match. Yeah. NXT North American champion Damian Priest versus Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. This was a solid little match. Uh, Theory looked pretty good in this. He hit this awesome rolling drop kick. Mm-hmm. He got like Okada height on it. Yeah. Like, his feet were up at Damian Priest's forehead. And mm-hmm. Damian Priest is tall. So, hell of a dropkick. He gives me uh, young Randy Orton vibes. Yeah. When you're too big to be doing the shit, <laughs> the shit that you do. Yeah. But you do it anyways. You know? That's that's the kind of vibes he gives me. Yeah, like, you have that that, that WWE body type. But yeah. you move a lot faster than, than one would expect. Yeah, it's like I remember um, where Flair was like, what was it Flair who told him? I think it was Flair who told him. But he was like, you ain't got to do all that. Like, just slow it down, you know, because he did like a a drop kick and like fucked up his shoulder or some shit. Yeah. And he was like, yo, don't don't do all that. You ain't got to do all that. No. Yeah. And that's where headlock Randy came from. Yep. 
So uh, Priest, he hits a cyclone kick on the outside, drops Theory, and then fucking murders him with a crucifix bomb onto the hardest part, part of, of the, the ring. ring. <laughs> That's why it's extra padded now. Yeah. The apron is extra padded, I realize, in NXT, so. Yeah, they. I understand. They, they, they've, they've helped it out because they, they mm-hmm. know guys take bumps on that. Mm-hmm. So back in the ring, he finishes him off. Damian Priest stands tall, the victor of this match. But then he is laid out by Johnny Gargano mm-hmm. post match. Yeah, he, he just lays him out, I believe, with a super kick. Yeah. And then he does his arrow tongue. Yeah. And that shit pissed me off because I'm like, hey, hey, no, no, no. Hey, you don't no, fuck no, with no. the gimmick. That's his gimmick. That's yeah. Raiden's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck with the Thunder God. He still had the Thunder and Lightning when he came out. Yeah. I think he should just, they should get rid of the whole fucking fire thing and just have him do thunder lightning. Yeah. <laughs> just go full rating yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. Just do it. You know, he's cool as shit. You, you know what? That, speaking of rating that I found out, fucking, so I, y'all gonna hate me. I'm gonna be like, yo, this nigga's mad late. I just started watching black lightning. Shoot. <laughs> and then I realized, yo, Raiden is his, his Alfred, yo. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, Gamby? Yeah. But he's way more than Alfred and Lucius Fox would ever be like, them niggas did some shit. He's doing some shit in the side. I'm not even going to talk about because anybody who hasn't watched it is going to be like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, but yeah, yeah Raiden, you had that. Raiden and Raiden. Sorry. Yeah, Raiden and Raiden. <laughs> uh, that takes us to the next match. Rich Holland. Yes. Versus Antonio DeLuca. Okay. <laughs> this man... Is, is Who is this man? By Who Rich Holland. Who is this man? He's dead. He, is who he is. Do you know who he? Who he? I don't. <laughs> he might be a PC guy, but have you ever watched him? Uh, you know? No. 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 All right. <laughs> I, I've I've not seen this bloke, and I don't know. Well, we'll probably see him again on NXT, but yeah. <laughs> not for a while. He got murked here by Rich Holland. The yeah. headbutts down in the corner. And then he wraps them up real quick and easy for the victory. Yes. And that takes us to the back with Sarah Schreiber. And this time she's with EO Shirai. She wants her thoughts on, you know, Candice uh, on, on her upcoming match to take over. But Candice and Johnny run up looking to, you know, accost and bother EO. But before they can do anything, Damian Priest just runs right up and lays Johnny out like, motherfucker, fuck you thought. It's the Thunder God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, no hesitation. He's like, who the fuck do you think you are, my man? He's like, I'm going to put the beats on you ASAP. Yeah. And he beats the crap out of him, legit. And then EO's just off on the side, just looking like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's gonna be you, Candice. I'm gonna whip your ass. <laughs> like she tries to sneak past the refs at one point to get to yeah. Candice, but then the ref they hold her back. So yeah, EO EO is also with the shits. Don't ever yep. think she isn't. It's beef, bro. Yeah. <laughs> she want all the smoke. And that will take us into the main event of this program. Oh shit, we're not gonna talk about the Isaiah Swerve Scott uh gimmick. Oh shit, I missed this. Yeah, so he did a cool-ass promo where he was just like, basically like, all right, I got you twice. You know what I'm saying? So 
Well, ba- yeah, he got two dubs over him. So, yeah. like, you know, I'm just this close from getting you. I'm this close from getting you. And, you know, he looks really cool. They put him in, like, some, like, cool area where it had dope lighting and shit. Looked very 205-ish. I liked it. And I, I see them pushing him further. And I want to see him wrestle. Um, what do you call it? I, I want to see him wrestle all these, well, you know, the Coke dealers. But I want to see him have that title. Yeah. You know, and basically he was talking about, you know, as long as there's no loaded masks. <laughs> <laughs> like cool shit like that and then there was also this awkward ass uh like kind of like night vision type of deal yeah and it was something about like the nxt title or whatever i have no idea yeah I was, that i don't know yeah, that, that, that shit was that was yeah yeah i have no idea what the fuck that was yeah so we'll, we'll see what that's about hopefully eventually and then it was the main event yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm silly Go ahead, Seth. But yes, it is a five-way gauntlet eliminator. Eliminated. Eliminated. Yo, you got to do that after every fucking elimination. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly versus Kushida. The and they start this off versus Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes versus Oof. Timothy Thatcher. Woof. Yes. Yes. So... You know, all the weirdness around what the hell is a gauntlet eliminator. It turned it was, out to be a pretty good match. It was in, crazy in large part him. because of how it started. Fucking yeah. Kyle O'Reilly and Kushida. <sighs> Murder. This entire, like, this whole intro, I liked it. The intro to this match because of the fact that Kush just looks absolutely pissed. Like a monster. Like he is, he's not playing at all whatsoever. And you know Kyle O'Reilly don't hold back them kicks. So it was just like kick, grapple, kick, grapple, punch, strike, kick, grapple, grapple, grapple. I'm going to joint manipulate the shit out of you. It was like, it felt like a shoot fight. Like, not a shoot fight, but like, yeah, like a shoot train, like MMA yeah. style. Like with a best a of super wrestling. juniors type match. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was, it was really, really good. Can't, you know. Can't uh put it over enough. And then after they were like just hitting elbow after elbow after elbow after elbow. My boy <laughs> Thick Boy Bronson Reed comes in and fucking takes over the whole match. My boy starts ramming motherfuckers in corners, uh stacking motherfuckers on top of each other, doing all sorts of crazy shit. Kushida didn't have an answer to this man. It was crazy. I'm I I was surprised they went with Bronson Reed to enter this soon, I thought they would have saved him for last because you know, yeah. you know, you usually like to have the big boy come in last and then yeah. rampage through the match, but they had him come in here, and it felt like a hot tag, like yeah. <laughs> it was dope, yeah. So that happens, and then eventually, Velveteen Dream interferes. Oh, to lay Kushida out with the Dream yeah. Valley Driver, which leads Bronson Reed to follow that up with the splash off the top rope. Boom. Kushida is eliminated. Eliminated. Yo, what was the name that they gave it? Uh, what the hell did they give the name? I can't remember. It was like something splash. Man, I can't remember. It was a dope name. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, it was I'm a so good mad name. I forgot yet. It'll, I'll put it in the thing. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Timothy Thatcher. Now which is the match. Yes. But as soon as he comes in, Bronson Reed just like knocks him out. Yep. Yeah. But eventually, you know, he comes back in and, and does his thing. And that leads to Cameron Grimes. <laughs> the last entrant in this match, who of yep. course takes advantage of everybody down and does his best to try to get everybody out. Yep. 
I remember there was a part though where it was like uh they were doing this like three way uh chokehold uh, leg lock situation. Yeah. I think it was Thatcher, O'Reilly and was it was it Grimes, I think. Grimes? Yeah. I think it was. And uh, that shit looked insane. Also, Bronson Reed has some crazy ass lariats in this match. God, oh, me. yes. Yes. Oof, clean, bro. He He's takes... slowly becoming my fave, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> He's my guy. <laughs> He's my boy. <laughs> I, I, now I just remember the goddamn name. Tsunami Splash. Oof. Yes. What a name. Yes. What a name. He's got, he's got Thatcher down. Yes. And he goes for a tsunami splash to Bronson mm-hmm. Reed. But Timothy Thatcher gets out of the way. And that allows Kyle O'Reilly to follow up with a knee drop off the top. Mm-hmm. He hits Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed has been eliminated. eliminated. He's out of here. So that brings O'Reilly and Thatcher against each other. And give me Kyle O'Reilly and Timothy Thatcher any day of the week. They both just fucking put ankle locks on each other at the same time. It was literally, you know what it was? You see how we uh we were talking about what made uh Danny Birch and Roderick Strong such a good team? Yes. It's exactly what made Timothy Thatcher and Kyle O'Reilly perfect opponents. Yes. Just the, that the, chemistry, boy. The style they employed against each other is, mm-hmm. is very complimentary. I believe he calls it Thatch. Thatch ass, Thatch can. I can't. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know you like that one. That, yes. that, I, I can't. <laughs> Go ahead. So O'Reilly and Thatcher have a big exchange, but O'Reilly is able to catch him into a backslide. And Timothy Thatcher has been eliminated. eliminated. <laughs> so that oh, leaves man. Cameron Grimes versus Kyle O'Reilly. Yep. So immediately after O'Reilly is able to get the elimination on Thatcher, Grimes comes in and lays him in, lays him out with the cave in. Yeah. And he covers him for the one, two, he got him. No. No. O'Reilly gets his foot on the bottom rope. Mm-hmm. So Grimes, he's celebrating, he thinks he wins, but then O'Reilly comes back, so they start tra- they start talking trash. He says, You're nothing like Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, which Bruh, don't you know their history? You don't do that. <laughs> you ain't got to talk about that. Let, let's not. Yeah. So Kyle fights back, and they have a big exchange. They start trading punches. Cameron goes for another cave-in. Yeah. But O'Reilly's able to get out of the way. He locks in an E-bar, and Cameron Grimes is forced to submit. And your winner of the Gauntlet Eliminator and number one contender for the NXT Championship. Sleazy Kyle O'Reilly. Yes, 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 yes. A man who's been sitting in the tag team division since his inception on NXT is now going for the world title of NXT. Yes, 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 yes. Give me all of it. Uh Triple H put this over saying, you know, like, why not Kyle? <laughs> you know, and some like, he's a student of the game. Everything he does, he excels in. Like, this dude is great. And I can't fucking wait. I have always said it. We all know that 
Adam Cole is the star of Undisputed Era. There's no doubt. He's got yep. the personality, promos, all of it. He's the man. If, any, of, if any one of those guys is going to be a top guy in WWE, it's Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. His charisma, his look, his everything about him. He's just he's he's great. Yes. And whether he be a face or a heel, whatever they end up doing with him, he's a good shout for being one of the top guys. You know. Yes. I would have went Roddy. Yes. Just because I, you know, I watched him in Ring of Honor and I watched him in uh, TNA, so I'm a real big Roddy fan. But fuck it. <laughs> yeah, like to say all that, like Adam Cole is the star of Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Like I've always said, Kyle is my favorite. He's he's my guy in the squad because of his versatility in in being able to do good comedy and also just that hard hitting, gritty grappler submission style that. Yep. T- that MMA hybrid style that he's so fucking good at doing. And I mm-hmm. think he's going to have a really fucking good match. All this cool with shit. With Balor. Hell yeah. All this cool shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> he always looked like he's scouting you. <laughs> yeah. Love watching Kyle O'Reilly. Like, I'm, I'm very excited to see yeah. him and Finn at TakeOver. It's going to be very good. Uh, that was NXT. Yo, what if, right? What if Finn Balor does the deal and whatever and, like, out of nowhere, Adam Cole comes out. Oh shit. And screws Kyle O'Reilly. Oh shit. And then, and then they form like a, a new gimmick. You know what I'm saying? Cause, you know, if, if you looked at Adam Cole, he was being a little too happy at, at the end of the match. Yeah. They, he and Roddy came out mm-hmm. and giving Kyle all the hugs and everything, showing him love. Yeah. But you know, it Kyle looks a little too suspect. We know Adam Cole, you know, he's always talked about how much he wants to be champion. And mm-hmm. could it be that, that Triple H thing? That was always one of my, my, my most noted and favorite character aspects about Triple H back in the day. Like, he's obsessed with that fucking title. Oh, D. Like, you, I, I, I always knew when Randy won it, I, I could tell from the moment that they popped up the next night on Raw, Triple H looking at him like, I want that fucking title back. You know what's crazy? Like when Randy won it, I didn't think he was gonna be the first one. I didn't think he was gonna be the one. Oh, to I, get it? Yeah, I thought it was always gonna be Batista off rip. I always thought it was Batista. I thought Batista was, even though I understand, yeah, it's Randy Orton, Randy Orton, Randy Orton, Randy Orton versus John Cena it was always the way like they try to make it seem. Yeah. But I always said no. Batista's the fucking guy to give it to. It's fucking Batista's, like you know. Something in my head just always said Batista, you know? I never thought it'd be Randy either, especially because, you know, it, it was Benoit, but yeah, that, I don't I, it, Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was going to be Batista. Yeah. He was going to get that title and then Triple H was going to turn on him. And then they were just going to keep Evolution a team and then Batista was going to go off and do his own singles push or feud with them for a while, you know? That's yeah. what I thought. You know? But the way they did it, actually, and I always liked the way they did it because... They had Randy do the whole gimmick first so that later on Batista could be like, you think I don't remember what happened with Randy? You think I'm stupid player? Mm-hmm. It always worked that way. I like that. So back when they knew how to book. Yeah. Yeah. And even then I was starting to be like, yeah, I book a little funny. Yeah. It, it, it was, yeah. it wasn't the same even then, but like yeah. Batista's rise felt organic and special. Mm-hmm. It did. It was like one of the last ones that really felt like, damn, this is like the guy. 
once I heard, you know, well, once I saw Batista's rise and, you know, I felt that feeling and I really enjoyed it. So I just looked up at the heavens and, and you know, I yelled, yeah! <laughs> what? And with that, now Tevin, tell them that this is the end of this. That is NXT. They they went a little wacky <laughs> with forming a takeover card, but it made for some solid for some solid wrestling matches. So I yeah. can't hate it. It was fun. It was a good watch. It was an easy watch. I it was it was simple. It was smooth. You know. Yeah. Um, AEW to me was just a lot more full, but it usually is, you know, especially with the fact that they have a bit of a crowd. Yeah. But still, this week, I don't know what it was. Like, the, the shows didn't feel very full. Like, things happened and there was a lot of number one contender matches, but it, I don't know, something was, you know, missing. I think Dynamite was in a situation where, you know, they had the Archer situation. So it's like, ah, yeah. you gotta rebook the whole thing because of our main event. We lost it. And there was NXT, I think it was just, well, we got to establish TakeOver. We sort of haven't had anything over the last few weeks because we just ended a bunch of feuds. Mm-hmm. So and Originally, it was supposed to be, you know, this whole situation with uh, Karrion Cross, But since yeah, he's out, like, they too. had to rebook. Yeah. So both kind of have gone through some rebooking and reshuffling. So yep. I guess th- some, some weeks you're going to get that. That mm-hmm. sort of weirdness, that weird pacing. Yeah. And unfortunately, until COVID's over, we don't have that depth of roster, I guess. Yeah. To just fill everything in. Yeah. So, you know, well, it's just... Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. But with that being said, Tevin, tell them where to find us, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You already know where to find us. Find us on Instagram at Ramblemania Show and at Banter Club Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Ramblemania, Facebook.com slash Ramblemania Show. Also find our group there, Ramblemania Show's Banter Club. We post memes. We post clips from the show. We post many, many things, news items even. It is where all the shit goes down. As far as the audio goes, we are everywhere audio is found. That is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Anchor, TuneIn, Overcast. Everywhere your podcasts are found, just search Ramble Mania Show or Banter Club. And as far as the visuals, the video is right here. YouTube.com slash Ramble Mania Show. Or you can go to that search bar, search Ramble Mania Show or Banter Club. And when you get here, you click the like, you click subscribe, you click the bell. And when the new content drops, it goes straight to you. And as far as me personally, find me on Instagram at TJ the Great One. That's TJ the GR, the number eight, the number one. And find me on Twitter at TJ the Great. That's TJ the GR, the number eight. It's as simple as that. All right, now that I'm not in NPC mode, <laughs> <laughs> I've passed the controller. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at the number six, the letter X, the letter L. That is at 6XL. Find me on the Twitter at S double I double X. Ain't I great? Woo! It's been a hell of a show. Seven? Has. I'm gonna need you to hit him with a little something called the Too Sweet. Too Sweet. And a good fight. And a good night. Yo, rest in peace, Road Warrior Animal. We mi- will miss you like crazy, bro. 
But at least now you're with your bro up in heaven. God bless. And hopefully he has you in his arms because you belong up there, bro. You're one of the best, man. I always enjoyed you and Hawk while, um, wrestling. Like, big fan, as I said in the beginning of this. I, I got to stop marking out over it. <laughs> one of the best tag teams of all time. Yeah. Uh, legacy etched in stone forever. God Rest bless. for a warrior animal. You're the only guys I really think of, man. You know, you know, DX had those titles. Like so many people had those tag titles, but I think the Road Warriors. When I see those tag titles, you're ready. <laughs> Take care. <laughs>